0: What is going on guys? Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you're all keeping safe and healthy during this time. My name is Camille and I am a life coach. Welcome to the Ascension podcast. In today's episode, I've got a special guest for all of you. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but we're going to be discussing modern day relationships and sharing our own experiences and what we can learn from them. Hopefully you guys gain value from this and can use it to navigate your way through modern day relationships and foster much healthier connections with people. So hope you enjoy it and if you've got any questions shoot me a message on Instagram at the Ascension Coach or on Facebook at Camille Robin. Yo Jess, how's it going?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm very well, just um opening some Coke. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all that sugary. eh yeah, i scared yeah thirsty <laughs> fair enough you do you <laughs>
0: um, yeah thanks for coming on today and why don't you tell everyone a bit more about who you are and yeah just what you're about
1: yeah thanks for having me um I've never done a podcast before so this is very exciting um yeah so I've been coaching for a couple of months now um my business is what's coaching shout out to uh the tag there (laughs) um and I've been um so I've been coaching for a couple of months now um and I suppose it all started for me for the last forever really like the last couple of years um I was coaching and providing support to people and advice without really being conscious of it and definitely not getting paid for it um so just providing that support to people um reading lots of books having my own personal experiences um and I was living abroad in New Zealand and Australia so I had an idea of what kind of avenue I wanted to go down but I really wasn't in a situation where I was really able to um utilize utilize it so in coming back to the uk um i joined up with um animas on the course um shout out to animas <laughs> 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 and um yeah that's um that's pretty much where i'm at where i'm at today um and i suppose it really started for me as well when i was in australia and um, i had one bad experience in particular. And that kind of changed, um, like, everything for me as well and gave me the energy to be able to move in this direction that I'm in now.
0: That's the thing with a lot of coaches is that we use our own... Sometimes we use our own experiences to just fuel that drive to help other people mm. and help them to avoid those same things. Uh, we actually... Me and Jess actually met on the same course and started our journey pretty much at the same time with coaching. Mm. <laughs> Although... <laughs> Although, um, what did you say when you said you first met me? What did you think?
1: <laughs> oh, I thought that you were a coach. I saw like the long camel coat and I thought, um, yeah, I just thought you were one of the coaches. that, Honestly, that was just like kind of hanging around at the start and you were like greeting students and stuff. So, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. <laughs> and then it was only through like having a bit of a chat with you at the start. Um, yeah, that I realised that you were also there for the Open Day as well um yeah you, you had the kind of um, the stance as well you had like the the cup in your hand and <laughs> <laughs> the kind of teacher stance I suppose
0: <laughs> oh teacher that's not the vibe I want to be. oh no against teachers but <laughs> A
1: le- <and> the leader
0: <laughs> the leader yeah let's let's go with leader <laughs> so today we're here to just talk about the modern day relationships we're not mm. gonna generalize anything but we're here to talk about the issues that have been coming up for people and how we can navigate them and just deal with them to foster healthier connections with the people we want to be with
1: mm.
0: and what would you say are some of the the main things that come up for people these days?
1: Oh uh, so there's so many different things I feel like nowadays but I think one of those is the fact that people just don't really want to work on their relationships um you know they're in uh a marriage, um, for, you know, a certain amount of time, or whatever the case may be generally. Um, but they come up against these challenges, these issues that arise, and instead of working through them, they just wanna walk away. And you know, that could be lots of different reasons behind it. Um, but I feel like one of those is um vulnerability, um, which I know we've talked about a lot as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um... So, for some reason, being vulnerable now is a lot harder than walking away. But being vulnerable is actually what will help to foster those genuine connections
1: mm.
0: and solving those problems. But I think with the availability and instant gratification that's that's there now, with you know dating apps, with um, essentially all the other options that people have they find it easy to take those routes Mm. rather than have those hard conversations have those hard um, discussions and be vulnerable with the people that they're with
1: yeah absolutely I feel like they just don't want to be able to um, yeah they just as you say they just want to be able to take the easy way out and they, they forget why they got into the relationship in the first place which I think is a real shame and you know, like we, we know the rates of divorce and um, especially, I mean, I don't know if you've seen also, but there's even articles that are saying that um, there's a lot of relationships that are struggling right now um, due to us all being in lockdown as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see when we're out of the current situation about how that changes and um, whether we're going to be, you know, getting more clients come to us and talking to us more about their relationship issues as well. Um, but yeah, I think essentially it comes down to that vulnerability and fear and being able to say, Hey, this isn't working. I think we need to talk about this and I'm not happy with this and, you know, all these different things and really being able to sit down and like own that. And I think a lot of it is due to like fear. And I feel like a lot of it is rejection as well, because quite often when you're in a partnership with someone, the other person doesn't want to, you know, they they don't want to feel like they're letting someone down, for example. Um, They they don't want to, they don't want to be able to, they haven't got that vulnerability within themselves to be able to work on these issues as well.
0: Yeah, I hear that. And I think, as you said you talked about fear and vulnerability Mm. but a big thing about vulnerability is that if we view it as you know fearful and view it as maybe even weak then that's not gonna that's not gonna serve our relationships what if we were to see vulnerability as strength
1: Mm.
0: and see it as something that's actually really good because if if that switch was made I think it would make the communication and the connection a lot better right because you talked about vulnerability and strength recently why don't you explain a bit more about what you meant by that
1: yeah sure um so i was inspired by um brem brown um who's amazing shout out to her um i absolutely love what she's doing um she talks a lot about vulnerability and how vulnerability is a superpower and i absolutely agree with that Um, because you're having the courage um, I mean vulnerability as well can be applied to lots of different things by the way but in terms of relationships you're having the courage to um, really delve deep into what's going on with your with yourself and you know in being vulnerable within that space and you know approaching your partner and having that courage to um open up to someone and say how you really feel then it also inspires your partner who actually may be feeling the same way as you as well but they haven't actually had um, the vulnerability and the courage to be able to communicate that across so then you've got two people that you know are stuck in their ego states and their pride and they're not moving forward and they're not happy as well and I think yeah, I think that's why, you know, have that courage to be vulnerable and have the have the difficult conversations. It's I feel like nowadays it's just so important.
0: I like how you brought up the pride and ego because I completely understand when people talk about the pride and how, oh, I don't want to, you know, message first or I don't want to be the one to extend the branch or any of this. But once I made once I identified pride and ego as something that was just in my head and something that wasn't even real because losing pride is something that we've only created for ourselves.
1: Mm.
0: And once I realized that I have nothing to lose by actually communicating with someone because I know where I stand and I know where I'm essentially at and I'm like comfortable with myself to do that.
1: Mm.
0: So once we realize that this, this whole pride thing is just an illusion communication becomes a lot easier yeah and once I realized that my my communication with people and my understanding of how the situations are just improved massively because the pride wasn't getting in the way
1: yeah yeah absolutely yeah I feel like a lot of people yeah we just need to be able to um put that pride aside (laughs) I didn't mean for it to run there (laughs) Um but yeah, just put it put it to one side and um you know fight fight for fight for what you believe in, fight for this relationship that you've crafted. I mean, relationships are complex as well and they take time and energy. And if you really want to be with that person, then I mean putting everything aside, I don't I generally don't think it should be that hard. Um looking back on it now, I've been in um a couple of relationships um well I've had lots of different relationships but the ones that stand out to me is where it's just been so hard you know like we're just and that just goes back to us I feel like not being compatible with each other but if you feel like you're in a relationship where there is a lot of love and respect and you do want to be with that person then you know like you should just um just communicate with each other and um yeah, that's where vulnerability and um, putting aside your ego and your pride really, really comes into play, I feel like.
0: I like how you made that identification with being compatible because that can be something that's really confusing. Um, I saw this pod, I listened to this podcast a while ago by Jay Shetty, and he talks about compatibility and chemistry and how you can have chemistry with someone but not be compatible. Mm and that's something that happens a lot in terms of having this, you know this really passionate thing with someone but but not being able to actually communicate well or understand each other because you're not compatible
1: mm, yeah oh yeah i can definitely relate to that i've had um i've had some scenarios like that as well where you know you're you have this this physical attraction and you have this chemistry with someone But when it comes down to it, I feel like it also ties into compatibility, And also, not only that, is what I've realized in the last couple of months, is like being really, just essentially being good friends with that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, just having that respect for someone. And if you're in a situation where... You know there's issues there's something that you need to work through then saying to them okay forget I'm your girlfriend for a minute like would you talk to your friends like this
0: that's a good way to identify it Mm. and yeah so if if any people who are kind of battling with this right now think about how we treat our other halves in terms of as friends or as people we're not communicating with and Going back to the connection and the communication, it's easy to make assumptions about people without communicating. Mm. And I've definitely done this in the past and realized I was completely wrong <laughs> um, about assumptions that I would make. Mm. And once I learned that and learned that assumptions don't really get us anywhere, yeah. then now it's more about the communication, actually knowing for sure where people stand. Because if we're not willing to reach out and communicate, then we're just going to make assumptions, and that's going to lead to false truths or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And then that will just result in each person actually being completely different pages.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like that ties that ties into vulnerability and having that courage. Going back to that briefly, um, because if you don't have these things, where you're okay, say for example, let's take an example you're dating someone and she is just there's something off about it you you just feel like things are not right and instead of saying communicating and having that courage to just notice that something's going on there and speaking up and saying hey um notice xyz just wondered if um everything's all okay with you how are you feeling whatever (laughs) whatever you want to say and just bringing that up to the person, and then it's in their power to then honestly give you what you know what you're looking for. Um, and yeah, a lot of people do don't do that, and then it ties back into the assumptions. So instead of having that difficult conversation and owning their vulnerability, they would sooner just put any assumption that works for them into place, and it's not it's not healthy. It's not productive. Um, I just don't think it works.
0: I hear that. When you were talking about how, when we actually do make that communication with the person, which is great, if, if, we do not, if we don't make the assumption we communicate, we try to actually be heard or understand the other person. When we are doing that, something that could really help is to not just wait to, wait to speak, but actually listen to what the person is saying so listening to understand them rather than listening to reply yeah and this is something I've noticed in coaching as well because through the people I've worked with a lot of them have just said wow like no one's ever listened to me in this way before no one's given me this deep sense of listening and it's such a powerful thing for people because it's not the most common thing these days especially because we're all a lot of us tend to be in our own heads thinking about what to say to the other mm. person rather than just being there with them and hearing them.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it's interesting that you bring up about um, us being um, coaches and being in that in that space with a client. And yeah, I've had that too where... Um, it's they're they're just like well you're listening to me and you're you're really listening and I suppose that's that's part of our job but yeah as you say a lot of people um they they just don't get listened to and I think I think it's really sad that um it's such a basic thing and within relationships just through listening and really listening and as you say like listening to understand rather than just listening and pretend you're listening when you're not actually hearing what's going on behind the words as well i think that's a really um a really powerful thing um, because i've been in situations where not so much within relationships but even within um friendships where they're telling me what's going on but then you know you can re- you can really feel their energy and you, you know that there's something else going on there um so I, I feel like it's, it's a really important component in relationships, for sure.
0: Yeah, I like how you brought up it's not just relationships, but also friendships. And no matter who you're talking to, if you find yourself, OK, let's just say we're there's two people and when they're replying to each other, it's all about either themselves or them saying what they essentially think about what the person just said. Mm. It's kind of like you. I think you described it once to me about like playing tennis, and it should be a back and forth. But sometimes it's just like you're hitting against the wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I feel like a conversation is it is like what we're doing now, where we're sharing ideas and we're we're discussing things and we're going back and forth. And it is it is like playing the tennis match. But yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people just want to play tennis by themselves which is completely fine but where's the conversation in that you know you're just you're then at that point you're just the soundboard um and does that work in relationships no because the other person is just being this soundboard and they're just listening to someone go on and on and on and there they could be you know going through whatever they're going through but the other person wouldn't even know it because they're so wrapped up in their story and they're not they're not noticing what's going on um so I mean yeah it's um it's it's a difficult one but um I feel like it's it's such a basic thing that just needs to be addressed
0: Listen more, guys. That's yeah, it. <laughs> pay
1: attention to your, your partners. It's so important. Like, it's just also it's just about having respect and kindness for that person. You know, like, you wouldn't necessarily do that to a friend. I mean, if you were in a restaurant and you're having a conversation with a friend and you could tell that they weren't really paying attention. I mean, I've had this a couple of times, and whew, I mean, it's difficult because you're there with a friend and it's almost like, do you want to be somewhere else? Like, we don't have to do this. Like, both our time is valuable. Just be honest. Like, just say, you know, just say say what's going on.
0: When you were talking about being upfront and honest, that reminded me of um, what happens a lot now in terms of ghosting.
1: (laughs) Ghosting, yeah.
0: (laughs) That old thing. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: So... Yeah, now more than ever, I'd say ghosting has become like so so common, and I think almost everyone have experienced mm. it at some point. And have you? Yeah, I have. I have oh, experienced God, it. Yes, I think we all have. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I, I mean, some people may say it's because I'm a Sagittarius or whatever, <laughs> but I, I love to be upfront and honest, and I love to just say things mm-hmm. as they are. It, no matter like um, if it hurts that person or not because I'd rather do that than leave things like up in the air.
1: Yeah definitely.
0: So that's like that's the way I've kind of dealt with things and some people like you know appreciate that and some people don't but I think in terms of being upfront and honest with people it might take it might take courage to do that because you might think oh what if I hurt that Mm -hmm. person but in the long run you'll end up hurting them more by not communicating and just leaving them
1: hanging yeah yeah absolutely yeah i completely agree with that maybe it's a fire sign thing as well but um it's just so much easier to just just tell the person how you're feeling just be as you say just be upfront and honest and have the respect and kindness to another human being to say look we've been dating for however long and I really like you as a friend I really respect you as a person or whatever you want to say but just being honest and actually even when you say you know I want to stay friends also not lying about that just being completely honest just saying whatever it is um, but just owning that and I think that ties back into the ego and vulnerability and pride is that a lot of people you know like for example my friend when I was um my went my friend when I was away and I was speaking to back home um he had been with a girl for a while and he just didn't want to he just didn't want to break up with her and I was like look at the end of the day you're only hurting you're only hurting her and yourself because you're both not able to move on with your life like she thinks you know it's going down the path of marriage and children and whatnot but actually, you're just trying to break up with her and she has no idea. And maybe you're living together, maybe you even have children, maybe you're married, you know? And, um, well, not so much married, I suppose, because you're ghosting, but I suppose this goes back to the early dating scene um, rather than progressing forward. But, yeah, um, I mean, like, for example, um, I heard a story about a... Um, a girl dating this guy for about six months and then he just like vanished he was just completely like vanished into thin air and I mean at this point it also goes back to making assumptions because you know like he may not have vanished he may not have ghosted it could just be something really wild I mean nowadays like how common is that though That in the rare situation it could just be that, I don't know, his phone broke or he just wasn't able to get a new one or whatever, whatever it may be. But um, I feel like, yeah, essentially it's just really important to have the situation where you're having respect not only for yourself, to not keep yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in, but also to release that person. Um, and... Yeah, just let that person go. Let that person be with someone that is actually going to want to be with her and she's going to be living her life authentically as well.
0: Yeah, I hear that. You're talking about, in terms of really communicating that, but I think it's, if we were to look at it, right, I think all of us would want to have, would want to be heard or understood or would want to, someone to tell mm-hmm. us the truth. So... If we know that's what we want, that's how we should essentially treat it to Mm. others too and give them that same thing that we would want ourselves.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think if more of us um, had that attitude as well, like if you say, for example, you're in a situation where, as I say, you're just thinking, great person, but don't really want to continue dating this person, Um, need to break it off. Um, If you spun that round and... How, how would that feel for you essentially like would you want it to happen to you maybe not okay well just have some courage and just have the difficult conversation
0: for sure um let's just say that we are communicating and we are um trying to express ourselves that can be really good but even when we're expressing it's important to understand how we're expressing And when I say how we're expressing, it's about the love languages we use and how we um, understand how we express that. So for example, some people might express themselves physically, some people might do it um, vocally, some people might do things like getting gifts or doing things for the other person. And as long as we can understand these love languages it'll help us to understand how our partner is expressing themselves and know what to offer them or what to receive from them.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, a couple of weeks ago, I listened to a podcast where I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about um, the importance of knowing love languages. And these people were in relationships, uh, long-term relationships. Some of them were married also, and they were having a lot of um, issues and communication issues Um, within that partnership and a lot of it was to do with the fact that they'd been with this person they loved this person but they they weren't understanding one another's love languages so there was um, one lady for example who really valued um, being showered with gifts and then the other guy um, his love language was communication so they were just you can imagine what kind of what kind of issues that creates, you know, like they're she's expecting to be um, flowered, showered with all these gifts. And then he's just, you know, um, he's expecting lots of communication or vice versa, even like whatever the case may be, but they're just, they're not, they're not meeting each other's expectations. And I feel like that creates, um, that creates a lot of friction.
0: I love how you brought that example up because I actually have something similar in terms of my own story with that (laughs) so I was a while ago I was seeing someone and I didn't realize it at the time because I wasn't aware of that's the love language she wanted but she essentially wanted a lot of like verbal like affection but I'm someone that's a lot more kind of (laughs) physical right (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) um so that communication wasn't there and that actually affected the connection in a big way and i only realized it like much later on when we actually communicated about it and once we did it was a lot easier because then we knew where we stood about it and we knew how to offer that um Mm -hmm. offer that affection so that's just like an, uh, an actual personal account of how it really can help once we understand how we Mm. express
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah so important and it's great that you had both of you to the the um the love and respect for one another to be able to come together and actually um figure out what was going on there and then even look into something like love languages because a lot of people um aren't aware of that and they realize that they you know they're in a situation where things could be a lot better things could be flowing a lot easier and they could be a lot happier but they're they're just not sitting down and they're not able to um go through these issues and then yeah also understand one another's love language as well and um really recognize that for their partner um i've been in situations also where i feel like i wasn't quite aware of what my love language was at the time even and um we were on two different <laughs> ends of the spectrum i suppose Like mine is communication and then um someone else is um someone else maybe like presence or something like that so um yeah it's really important to um to recognize that for one another
0: for sure when you were saying situations i kept thinking <laughs> i kept thinking of situations because oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a kind of term that gets thrown around, but a situation ship is essentially where two people are involved in some way, but they're not really sure where it stands or what the kind of boundaries are or like where they are, right? And it's, it can be very confusing and result in one person or the other just getting hurt in some way because it's such an it's such a kind of limbo area. Mm-hmm. Um, and this comes into commitment issues and how especially nowadays is a big thing around commitment um when I have conversations with older people they tend to actually not understand where we're coming from when I say that um there's a huge like weight put on like labels like official or commitment or Mm -hmm. love and all of these things because yeah why do you why do you think that is
1: um I feel like it's because A large part of it is to do with social media as well. Um, I mean, you could have one girl who thinks that, you know, they're just hanging out, they're they're just, they think they're like friends with them or something like that, but then actually the guy um, thinks differently. And, you know, whatever the case may be, you've got two people where they're not really on the same page and, you know, it leads to a lot of confusion. And amongst that confusion, it may lead to one person then going on to things like, you know, social media, and then they've got um, people messaging them or on these dating apps, you know, as you said, like, there's just so many options out there that generally if people are feeling, um, I feel like if people are feeling neglected in any sort of way, if they're talking to someone, or um, maybe neglected is a too strong word, but if they feel like they're not being given the time and attention that they need then often their mind will wander, and they don't they're not in that place where they're able to communicate they're not in that space where they feel like they can communicate and be honest because they haven't they haven't established that communication early on as well um so yeah i feel like um with that it's just um it's just goes back to communication ultimately <laughs> which it just seems to ring around for <laughs> communication I think you've noticed it's yeah the biggest foundation
0: <laughs> people now talk about self-love a lot and this is going to tie into what we're talking about now so self-love is something that gets thrown around in terms of what it means how you can do it what like what mm. is self-love right but if If all of us were happy, content, and good with being single or in a relationship, then we wouldn't form these unhealthy attachments and expectations and look to someone else to fulfill that love within us. So if we're essentially growing, whether we're on our own or whether we're in a relationship, just that in itself will allow us to connect with those we do end up with because we're already happy and content with ourselves so we can we can be vulnerable we can communicate we can do all of these things as long as we have that self-love within us and basically really focusing on that and working on that will allow us to connect some connect more with the people that we want mm. to connect with
1: yeah absolutely and I feel like that is like the ultimate key to just everything actually putting aside relationships like having that self-love and respect and working on yourself is just it's just essential it's absolutely vital and where it ties in with relationships is often you'll find someone that comes out of a relationship that's um, not so happy quite toxic perhaps unhealthy etc and because they haven't taken the time to heal themselves they then um, unconsciously attract those this similar situations and they're actually quite vulnerable because they're not fi- found out who they are they haven't taken that time to as I say really heal and yeah I just feel like that's that's to have that fan- foundation is just so important um there's been so many situations like unique situations um where I've experienced this and I feel like I've always been a very confident person very strong minded. But actually, um, I feel like sometimes when I've got into situations or um, where I'm getting to know someone, then I will give a lot to them, and it's. I feel like we've all been victim of this. Um, victim maybe is a too harsh word, but this has all happened to a lot of us, where we'll give a lot of ourselves with, um, and then without forgetting that person, you know um i've had to make quite a few decisions for my life moving forward um where i've been in a relationship and it's kind of been that person or me so for example um when i first got back from new zealand i got a job and then i started seeing someone and i had no intention to get into that relationship it was all about moving to new zealand and you know I kept saying like moving to New Zealand I'm moving to New Zealand and this person was just trying to change my mind you could feel it and I was just like no 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 and then somehow along the line I kind of we ended up kind of dating and then I was I mean I'm happy that I've made this decision now but I was able to you know ultimately like choose myself and choose my own life and Make that decision to turn away from something that I knew essentially I didn't really want, and do something that I actually wanted to do. And this idea, this vision that I had for my life, was always there in the first place. So the point of what my story is is always choose yourself, because you know, a lot of people will um, come in and out of our lives, and ultimately the the only relationship that you can have is with yourself. You're always going to be with yourself. So regardless of who you're with, it's really important. And this is what I have to remind myself, as as I say, because I, I'm I so giving and so loving that sometimes I feel like a lot of us experience this where we, for- we forget about ourselves and it's really easy to do. Um, but it's important to get that perspective and, um, you know, bring it back to yourself because you can lose a lot of time and energy, I feel like if you get lost in someone else as well and um, additionally come into the party with both of you being whole because you know you can't be whole and also be trying to make someone whole that isn't whole like if they're a half and you're a whole then what does that make you're constantly trying to build them up and make them feel good and you know it's difficult it's not your job either it's really not our job to do that. We have to do it for ourselves.
0: We can grow together, but just support yeah, each other absolutely. in that absolutely.
1: I'm not saying that, you know, if you have a partner and, you know, you're in a relationship and the other person's going through something, of course, we're always going to go through something. But I think when you come to it as a whole, it's a lot easier to, um, is a lot easier to build the foundations together and you know I love that meme that always goes around right it's like I grow you grow you're both watering each other you're both like building (laughs) one another up because you know I know that that's what I do for people as well um and you know I'm not in a competition (laughs) it's about seeing other people grow and that's that's why I'm a coach you know
0: what would you say you gained when you chose to look out for yourself? What did What did you say you gained from that? And how have things changed oh, for you?
1: Wow, that's such a powerful question. <laughs> everything, really, everything. Um, I mean, I, for example, like when I was in um the abusive relationship that I was in, um, I really realize the importance of um looking out for yourself and it's really easy to get stuck in that place where you feel like there's you know there's like no way out um but in in returning back to yourself you you know what type of thing that you want to attract you know the type of person that you want to be with ultimately and Aside from that, you gain so much self-love and self-worth and you really learn to honour yourself. Um, I'd say that it's, it's not an easy journey. It's a hard journey. Um, it's taken me a long time and it's dealing with all the other things that come with it as well, like the you know the trust issues. And in fact, for a very long time, I actually had a very difficult relationship with men Um, just through what happened to me I just thought they were all the same you know (laughs) that was um, a really (laughs) difficult thing to overcome Um, but it's always possible Um, and it's essential because I know that now I can come into a place where I'm whole um, and you know I'm not interested in fixing someone that's not my job Um, and I think for a long time unconsciously I thought that it was my job to fix people but it's not it's not our jobs at all
0: I can really resonate with that because fixing people is something I've made made the mistake of doing before Um, people can people Mm. can only really fix themselves and they can only choose to fix themselves we can be there for support we can be there to like yeah Mm. just be there for them but it's not our job to fix and it's not our job to change them. That's only something we can yeah, do on our absolutely. own. Absolutely,
1: it reminds me of that part. Have you seen "Forgetting Sarah Marshall"? You know when? Yes, I have. She's like, I just got sick of. Um, what was the word? She's like, I just got, I just got tired of like helping you, and you know he was really sad about losing his job and things like that, and he just didn't want to like help himself. Like that was a really powerful moment for me. I remember seeing that when I was so young, but I felt like I didn't truly realise until I can watch it again that, like, you know, we all do that. We all we're in a situation where you love that person and you, you give so much to them that you actually forget about yourself. And, um, and it's not selfish. It's, um, it's essential. It's, it's part of, like, loving yourself. And you come first.
0: Cool. Oh. Powerful question and you gave me a powerful answer.
1: <laughs> Good words, we like those words. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice words. <laughs> we, we spoke a lot about social media during this conversation and how it can, it can in some ways aid relationships with, you know, actually being able to communicate no matter where you are. But on the other hand, a lot of the content we see online now and I know a lot of people who follow a lot of <laughs> meme accounts <laughs> or stuff like that can really resonate with this in terms of the kind of content that gets put up. But it creates these unhealthy outlooks towards relationships and commitment. And this leads to people then essentially accepting that as like what it is or glorifying the games mm-hmm. and not caring. But where does where does playing games and not caring and having these outlooks towards relationships really get anyone no, anywhere. It doesn't it doesn't no, it serve doesn't. us.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um so following on from that, I think that's a really good point. Um we were talking about this the other day, but um the the waste his time account <laughs> which has been going around for a while. That's a great example of that. Um yeah it just doesn't serve. Us. Um, that's it's really powerful stuff. And also not only for for us, but even the, the younger, the younger generation who are really growing up with social media. Um, I mean, even more so than what we were, I think it's, I think it's scary. Um, it's, it's not, it's not harnessing all these healthy things that we've talked about earlier in the podcast as well. Um, and it, yeah, as you say, it creates this, um, this almost like competition for men and women to, um, to to go against each other rather than work together and not be able to communicate like the amount of memes that i see um just displaying so much toxic masculinity um towards women and as i say even these accounts like the waste his time account where it's talking about um you know just waste (laughs) essentially wasting his time um i mean (laughs) where does that get us i mean we're all humans we all want love and connection right like who can argue with that so does does that really ultimately down the line serve you to to really to live your life in this way
0: those are some very good words (laughs) thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: but when you talk about men versus women Mm -hmm. that is such a big thing and It's easy for, you know, men to be like, oh, you know, we're right. Women to be, oh, we're right. At the end of the day, that's not going to help anyone. And, yeah, men and women can think differently and can operate differently in certain ways. But thinking that's how things are isn't going to help because Mm, that's not going to allow us to connect. So there's actually this book. (laughs) It's called Men Are From Mars (laughs) and Women Are From Venus. And it's, it's it's just basically about understanding how men and women actually are in relationships and how we can create these healthier connections with each other by understanding each other a lot more and how we think and how we work and what we want and if that was everyone's intention in terms of really understanding the other person and how they think and how they want things to be that will just remove that men versus women um uh Mm -hmm. thing that currently exists
1: yeah 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 absolutely i agree um I feel like that's so powerful and especially nowadays as I say like a lot of a lot of uh, younger younger children uh younger children <laughs> yeah children like the, um, the younger folk the kids out here <laughs> you know they look up to that's a place where they they really take a lot of their inspiration from their life and what is that passing on like what kind of healthy traits is that really showing where you're you're up against the male i mean that's not a very good foundation to start relationship on is it or even a a situation i suppose because you know like she could be posting certain things which is is not very positive towards males and then vice versa like i mean to be honest i've had quite a lot of people that i i don't know knew from university or friends from years ago or something and they'll post quite negative things towards women and just quite toxic and I'm like oh okay you have you don't have feelings um yeah that's that's cool but (laughs) like what what kind of image is that to to display to 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 people that you want to date as well and to younger people I feel like it's um yeah it's really detrimental
0: that is quite scary to think about Because as a younger person, when we are that age, we do look up to people and we do model people, whether it's conscious or subconscious, there is Mm. a modeling going on. So when you think about that and how we, how we essentially communicate in our relationships, that is going to affect the people that watch us or the Mm. people that look up to us and think about how that's going to affect their relationships. I know a big thing now, there's, there's a huge thing with dating apps because, People are, you know, busy in their normal lives and then they just go on a dating app to check Mm -hmm. to meet someone. But while this can work sometimes, and I have known people who have had really good relationships from dating apps, it is a lot harder to make that genuine connection because it's so instant and quite superficial at times in terms of just, you know, Mm -hmm. swiping, 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 swiping. Yeah. So that's another thing that impacts the quality of relationships these days because it's all just... What's the word? It's all just from these apps that um, make things a lot more, not well, superficial in a way, but also like there's so much availability that it just reduces the effect of having a genuine yeah, connection with someone.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm fully aware that particularly in males, not to generalize, I suppose, but, you know, guys, guys, guys. visual they're visual creatures um as males (laughs) you know I don't know uh, forgive me if I'm wrong is that is this right or
0: (laughs) I'm gonna I'm not (laughs) gonna speak for all men (laughs) but I can speak for myself and people I know like okay obviously physical attraction is important but at the end of the day it's never gonna last unless there's a connection that's deeper than that um and pretty much every guy I know will agree with that in terms of what they want out of someone. But it makes it hard to mm. have that connection through a dating app because all you see really is the physical yeah. side. And that's where the kind of problem stems from. Um, yeah, I guess just being more conscious of that and taking more time to connect with the people we are connecting with can make yeah, the, all that absolutely.
1: difference. I mean, um, I, I've never been on... A- dating app apart from a week in Auckland and um I just went on it for a bit of a just out of curiosity um but I didn't actually speak to anyone and my housemates were like oh you actually have to swipe you actually have to use the app because I didn't actually have any idea how to use it so that didn't really work and then I deleted it after a week after having um no interaction because I, I just yeah I just um it just didn't work for me because I was just seeing pictures but I wasn't I'm very much like an um, energetic person you know I do my um, my Reiki treatments and things like that and I'm, I'm a big believer in people's energy and buying into their energy and wanting to be around it sure. so for me I just find that really difficult um, to create those build those connections in the first place um, but as you say yeah it works for a lot of people and that's great but I feel like there's a lot to be said for just having um just meeting people through normal everyday situations maybe outside of uh, lockdown anyway pre pre-coronavirus but um
0: <laughs> it is going to be interesting how people yeah. start to interact after this <laughs> i'm sure there's a lot of people that are just just waiting to get back out there and yeah, start meeting absolutely. people again <laughs> We've covered a lot of stuff in relationships in, um, in this discussion. Um, I think that would be a great place to to wrap it up. Um, you something happened to you yesterday? Why don't you tell everyone what happened to you with your oh, yes. with your so social, my social media,
1: media account? So I, guys, I've been posting every day. Like, I've been sharing my stories, connecting with um, with clients and my audience. And um, yeah, my account got disabled. So instagram uh if you are listening then please please get me back because um yeah <laughs> it's annoying <laughs> but, um, let's yeah. get
0: just back on the grind on the gram <laughs> of the grind
1: um, but yeah i'm sure be back up and running soon let's hope so um yeah let, let's see about that <laughs>
0: So when when you are back in business, can where can people me at find you?
1: What underscore um poaching?
0: And what about any yeah, other social media I accounts? Facebook,
1: Jessica Watts, um, and then you'll see my bio about uh, reiki and um, being a coach. So um, yeah, feel free to send me a message.
0: Cool so I hope you guys enjoyed this and if you've got any other questions or want to check out some of our work I'm on Instagram at The Ascension Coach and on Facebook at Camille Ravine. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks again oh, Jess for, for being here today.
1: It's been great. I feel like that we talked about <laughs> so many different things but I mean relationships are so broad right that I feel like there's so many other topics that we could have covered also.
0: and we can definitely have another discussion for another podcast (laughs) um yeah (laughs) be great great. to have you on again um yeah for all of you all of you listening hope you got value from it and it's a lot to digest so just maybe take some time to process all the things we talked about and I will see you guys next week peace